when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to Atletico Mints with me, Andy Dawson. As always, I hope you're all enjoying good health and happiness as you stroll through life's ups and downs. In particular, I hope that your drinks are a deep, deep blue and that your chicken dippers are forgiving but still packing an initial crunch. Before we start, imagine if you will that you are alone in a cinema. The lights are down low and you reach into your bag for a jar of Dolmio to sup on as your body sinks ever lower into the plush premium seating. Peace at last and a chance for some much-needed relaxation. And then, just as a much-anticipated movie commences, a fat-balding teasider enters the theatre wearing only a pair of football shorts and cowboy boots and starts making a dirty protest on the surface of the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my co-host, Mr. Bob Mortimer. Oh, Mr. Mortimer. His grubby hands in the knicker drawer. Oh, Mr. Mortimer. Arse covered in coleslaw. Oh, Mr. Shorterman. Buys his shoes at the kids' store. Oh, Mr. Shorterman. Gets in his house through the cat door. Very very well done, Andrew. Yeah, there we are. A bit of retaliation there at the beginning of this week's episode. That's what you call it. Mince. Well, you calling it retaliation shows that you take it too damn personal. You know what I mean? I was just being flippant. <laughs> don't need to take me seriously. <laughs> is that a character? It might be. I don't know. <laughs> what, like, was... This is how these things begin, isn't it? I don't so, know. So you've got your arms right next to your arm, have, your yes. hands next to your armpits. Yes. Do you, and this character thinks he's been accused of things all the time. That was nothing he? to do with me. I wasn't there. Would you like a quiz, mate? Oh, go on then. Uh, well, I think you'll be happy with this one because I've gone all the way back to your favourite store in the world, which is Asda. Oh, I've got three oh. regular items. No, only three, Andy, not four like you do to me. Three items. Right, OK. I hope you nail it. You should do. You should do. No okay. pressure. It's called, why are you making me do this? <laughs> Um, it's Things called work. ketchup, <laughs> boing pop, uh-huh. crispies, honk, peanuts, uh-huh. beans. Oh, yeah, give me just a little more time. Right, right, okay. Three items, three very standard items from Asda. Nothing under offer or any of that business. Okay, they standard are RRP. Absolutely. Heinz ketchup, Kellogg's rice crispies. What size ketchup? It's. I. I was looking at it and I couldn't tell because of the weight. It's that one, Andrew. That standard sort up. of. 
That one. Not the big one, just standard. Not the tiny one, the standard, right. yeah. Okay. Uh, Rice Krispies, standard. standard. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. Six-pack Heinz baked beans, standard. Um, cheapest is going to be... The Rice Krispies are going to be the most expensive, I'll tell you that for note. The cheapest is going to be... You see, I'm worried about the size of the ketchup here. <sighs> six beans. Heinz baked beans, did you say? Yep. Heinz baked beans, six... Ketchup's the cheapest, beans in the middle. Oh, you've messed up, Andy! Oh, what? I'm loving my life! <laughs> Ketchup cheapest, uh-huh. then the Rice Krispies. No way. Yeah, way. Then a six-pack Heinz baked beans, three quid. Fuck off! Three no, quid! I will not take a fuck notice. No chance. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, 250. Heinz ketchup, two quid. Unlucky. Six. I'll buy Branson's, you see. They're cheaper and better. A lot. I've heard a lot of people recently um, commenting on the quality of the Aldi baked bean. I haven't tried that them. comes in at twenty nine pence. Really? Or something. Aldi's great though. Is it? Oh, Aldi's fantastic, and you get like a thrill. It's a bit of a white knuckle ride because yeah. when they put you shopping through the checkout, they just rifle it at you. So you've either got to have your bags ready yeah. to just power bag them, yeah. or you've got to have the trolley or basket that you had with you and just chuck them all in, then go to the packing area. Wow. There's none of this stuff where you get to linger like you do in Asda or Hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. The packing area. The pa- there's a packing area. There's what? like a bench against the window. And you put your, your basket or you go there with your trolley and you, you bag up there. Like airport security kind of thing. Yeah. 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 They don't like you to stand and piss about bagging up at the checkout. Did I make a good analogy there, Andrew? Very good, with yeah. The, it was very good. Pretty pleasing. And I was in an it. airport recently. I noticed the people don't use that area very much. Or they over about by the... They over about by the, if you call it the checkout, if you like. Yeah. So you're using it where, as an analogy now. It's spreading the, like the wildfire. Whole, the whole way your goods come out of after they've been zapped and checked and everything. Are you all right? I know you've Can been I doing live shows that? and... Oh, you know, I did some you... Top Flight Time Machine live shows that went very well. People seemed to enjoy them. We did some singing and dancing. There were some pyrotechnics, um, some disguises. You dancing, though. I bet your tits get a bit chaotic. Oh, I feel they? good for the dancing. Yeah. I'll tell you what as well. Um, I've started running. <laughs> Took up. What are you laughing for? Why Just, should I not? You spend about sixty percent of this podcast taking the piss out of me and my lifestyle and my yeah. my appearance. Yeah. And I'm trying to do something proactive about it, and you're just sitting there laughing. It's just you calling like it kid. running. It's just well, I imagine it's like well, fast it's not, waddle. It's is not it? walking, so it's it, it's in between. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. what you say to the it's, punters? It's, it's, a, you, it's a fast waddle. Yeah, as you stride through Sunderland, you're going, you're going, aye aye. Yeah, it's not walking. <laughs> Whatever you say, it's not walking. It's better than a walk. Do you want even more high-quality content from us? Are you happy to bung us less than the price of a pint once a month for it? If so, you need to sign up to Club Parsnips. Go to athleticomince.com slash parsnips now and find out more. Each month, you'll get an episode of Athletico Parsnips that you won't hear anywhere else. You'll get your mince episodes three days early, and with all the adverts removed, you'll get an exclusive animation from the podcast done for us by the genius that is Ben Picks, and you'll get a compilation episode of the best bits from one of the characters from the podcast. There's also other occasional bits of bonus stuff, such as the video for our live show from a couple of years ago. Become a parsnipper now, and you'll be helping to support the podcast's future. Answers to all your questions should be found at athleticomince.com slash parsnips, and you can sign up at patreon.com slash athleticomince. Parsnips! Peter Beasley's been in touch. What do you think about that? Um, 
I'm I'm glad to hear from him. Okay. It's been a while. All right, Mum. <sighs> I'm not allowed in uh, the house at the moment, so I've been having a, a nice walk around for the last couple of hours. A mate of mine once told me that if you're a bit down in the dumps, you know, you should make a list of six things that you are grateful for. So I, I, had, a, I had a good thing, like, and I, I came up with some. Number one, I, I'm very grateful that glass is see-through, um, a see-through <laughs> material, you know, so that I can have a good old stare out of the window when I'm a, alone in my room. Which, to be honest, like, you know, it's most of the time. Two, I'm very grateful to the staff of Bohemian Rhapsody that make the best chicken wraps in town. It's super crunchy and the chicken is a lovely and lumpy, lumpy, lumpo. Number three, I'm very grateful to be married to my gorgeous wife. She is... Uh, the love of my life and I consider myself very lucky to be with her. For I have lots of precious memories, you know, from my time as a footballer. They do fade as time passes, you know. Most of my days seem uh, to be the same now and I, I don't really see any of the old mates anymore, you know. <laughs> Five, as winter approaches, I am very grateful to be the owner of a superb thick padded double zip reversible puffer 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 jacket, you know. Whenever I wear it, I remember how safe I used to feel, you know, when my mum would give me a cuddle. <laughs> Number six. I couldn't think of a six-one like so. Dog there. Yeah, so I'm right in the bad books with the wife at the moment. You know, this morning we went to the garden centre, the garden centre, because she wanted to buy a jigsaw and some old-fashioned sweets, like you know. I pushed her around in one of them like wheelchairs, you know, with the shopping basket yeah, to get round and. So we're going at quite a lick, you know, down the pesticide aisle when she shouts out all of a sudden, Stop that trolley, you slack fucking dial! <laughs> well, I love her, why have you seen? See that stuff there? Bag or kill! Says it gets rid of all pests, stone fucking dead! I should get a bottle and spray it all over you! <laughs> yeah, that's very funny, love. I'm not fucking joking. You're the most <laughs> you're the most unpleasant, creepy fucking crawly I've ever laid me fucking boss eyes on. What did he stop for anyway? Come on, where are the fucking jigsaws? Uh, we keep on going and we bump into an assistant. It's a bloke in his forties, well built like a, he has a boss eye. Uh, hello there, nice assistant man. We are looking for the fucking jigsaws. Would you be able to assist? No, the fella says, uh, duh, 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 oh, duh, uh, duh, oh. Yes, of course, madam. 
I should uh, uh, do his voice, really. He said, Double Dutch. Oh, yes, of course, madam. Oh, I noticed that, that, like me, you have a boss eye. I find it very fucking attractive in a man. Are you happy with it? Uh, yeah, um, I'm used to it now. It doesn't really bother me, like, you know. Maybe we should get together over the stout one night and chat about everything boss eye related. Uh, yeah, baby. Uh, oh, hello, Peter. I used to watch you play when I was young. Could I have a selfie? No, you fucking can't, you useless boss eyed cock. Fuck off back to the aquatic section. You'll fit in better there, like. Uh, anyway, oh, we find the jigsaw section. Does any of them catch your eye, love? As I said. Not really. Shitty selection. Why did we fucking come here? Uh, ooh. Uh, ooh. Well, I think it was you who suggested it, my darling. Don't fucking darling me, you spooky midnight creeper. I'll lump you so fucking hard, your shoulder will dislocate mid-fucking air. Oh, sorry, love. Ooh. What about this one? What about this one of a coastal train station in the summer sunshine? Fuck off. Who do you think I am, Michael fucking Partillo? Well, oh, right, right. What about this one? A lovely thatched cottage with pretty flowers in the front garden. Oh, again, take a fuck off notice. <laughs> Who do you think I am, Monday fucking done? Take me to the old-fashioned suites. So I will do round to the suites. So, which ones take your fancy, love? The Abbott mints, the cough candy, banana and custard, the aniseed balls? Oh, fuck it. Will you fucking shut up, will you? I can hardly think. Just let me fucking choose. Well, as she is staring at the sweets, I see her nose begin to twitch and sweat beads appear on her forehead. Peter? Peter, I smell fucking eggs. Fried, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't know they had a coffee in here. Oh, that was going to be my little surprise. Surprise? Don't fuck about with egg appointments, you fucking clown. The shock of an unexpected egg could turn my man towards the fucking curved. Get me to that calf now and order me four fucking fried. Uh, yes, love. And tell them to make sure the yellows are very fucking runny and the white nice and rubbery like a fucking hot order eater. So, just as we get the coffee area, the manager of the garden centre approaches us with the boss-eyed bloke in tow. Excuse me. I'm the excellent manager of this facility, and I'm afraid I must ask you to leave. All right, to mate. No problem. Hold your fucking horses, Joe. I'm in the middle of an egg frenzy. I'm going nowhere. Why are you throwing us out, like? I'm you because you directed a personal insult to my employer Ralph Toddinmouth. If you don't leave immediately I will call security. What fucking insult? <coughs> Ralph chips in. <laughs> you called me Bussied Cook. No I fucking never. That was this foul mouth fucking clown. Throw him out and let me get me gob round some fucking fried eggs. Uh, sorry, love, but I never said a word. It was definitely you. You fucking troopy-ass snitch. You fucking helmet-haired weasel. Get me fucking out of here. And as for this facility, I hope it gets sold to Mike fucking Ashley for a pittance and turned into a fucking scratch-card sweatshop. So we 
left sharpish and she hadn't spoken to me since like, you know, never mind. My window is still see-through and the leaves are starting to fall off the magnolia tree, which is a pretty good watch. Oh, b- before I go, i got a couple of jokes here from the old joke book, but I know you like any of them. I just uh, interviewed a bloke for a job. Can you perform under pressure, I asked. No, he replied, but I do a great bohemian rhapsody. (laughs) (laughs) My son got the part in a school play as a chap who's been married 25 years. I said, never mind, son, you might get a speaking part next time. (laughs) You know, I know I'm not allowed to do them like that. You know. I saw this daft lad talking in an envelope. I said, what are you doing, daft lad? You know, what are you thinking? He said, I'm sending a voicemail, you nosy bastard. There you go. So, see you, Bob. One Peter Beardsley. And only one Peter Beardsley. See you, Bob. Saw that with Peter there. Yeah, eventful. Capers down at the... Uh, jigsaws and all that. At uh, the garden centre. Some, I like it. There was something she said about jigsaws. I can't remember how she said it, but it was lovely. Really, like lovely? Really evocative. Like, like a kitten, lovely. Re- oh, very much so. What have um, you got on then? Um, unu- do you want an unusual incident? A unident? Uh, did it happen last to you? Night. It happened to me. Go I'm going to run it by here. You can see. You, you can be the judge of it. Well done. Judge and jury. Uh, I arrived at my travel lodge last night at 20 to midnight. Okay. Came down on the late train. Um, and I got there and I got up to, I was on the third floor. And I was walking along the corridor of the third floor. And some of the ceiling tiles had collapsed in. There'd right. been a flood. Okay. Um, and the water was dripping down. Obviously, the ceiling tiles were all over the floor. One of the staff members was there, and I said, you know, like, what's what's been going on here? Um, I said, there's a flood from upstairs or something. He goes, oh, oh we're not sure. Uh, he says, it's been raining today for the first time in a while. That might have something to do with it, and I thought, I can't see how, yeah. But, but yeah. So is that an unusual incident, a collapse, a collapsing ceiling in a travel lodge? It's a fucking everyday tale of office and hotel Do you life, think isn't it? Unusual. I thought it was going to be Corbyn or something. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Andrew. So I'm standing there, <laughs> and then I hear this voice that says, "Soon you." Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's Jeremy Corbyn. That's Jeremy Corbyn. Soon you. He says, "Look at you, laddie, go up in there like it's John Lewis Christmas advert day." I'm like, I've said I've just got here, right? I just want to go to bed. It's 20 to midnight. I've got a podcast to do. I do a podcast with Bob Mortimer. Yeah. I've got to do that tomorrow morning. You know, I'm not interested in this spillage or how it's happened. Yeah. I don't think it was the rain. Anyway, he says, uh, what's your best spillage? And I says, fucking thousand litres. Good night. <laughs> and I went off to my room, left him there. So oh, you left him? Blew him out. So I don't know what his best spillage was. I bet it wasn't better than a thousand litres, though. Have you actually spilled a thousand litres, though? No, I liked them. Like, well, maybe that's the best way. Them. And then I went past this morning and there was like, you know, the, you know them cones that say hazardous and yeah. all this, do not tread here. Yeah. Um, and there was a, a, a handwritten sign on the wall that said it had been a tap left on in the fifth floor. <laughs> tap, fifth floor so tap. That would have to do with the rain. You might do it. I might write a movie about that story. Andy. It's so incredible. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll call it Fifth Floor Tap. <laughs>
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've got a, a, a crime files, Andrew. Right. But I need your permission to do it because... Why? It's really long. <laughs> That's all right. So this kind of this is almost like a reformatting of mints because everything's is like you're going to get like a couple of longies, right? Well, that's uh, we'll I quite like long, it. Longie special, we'll call this episode. I don't know. Well, okay, I'm, well, let's see where we do, get do to. You need me to do the noise. I do, but I apologise for taking up so much freaking time. I'll just get on with it, will you? All right. Are you ready with the um, noise? Fairly ready. Crime files. The small Lancashire village of Pendleton is a close-knit community where neighbours keep an eye out for each other and the local police force encounters very little crime. With its 14th century church, village pond and picture postcard High Street, it was a great place to live. And then Thursday the 11th of November 2018 arrived and all that was to change. Neil Hunt owned a small nonsense pottery at the end of the high street next to the convenience store. It was 12.30pm as he stood outside the nonsense pottery staring at a large Mercedes car that had parked illegally on his forecourt. It had been there for over 30 minutes and the owner had still not returned. Neil needed to pop next door into the shop to purchase his Thursday lunchtime pie and tinned rice pudding. Worried that the owner of the vehicle might return whilst he was in the shop, he had penned a note to stick to the car's windscreen. It didn't pull any punches. Might as well have one. <laughs> yeah, here we go. To the pig ignorant owner, stroke Todd warrior of this vehicle. My name is Neil Hunt and I own the nonsense pottery that you were virtually blockaded with this vulgar, ostentatious Todd chariot. Firstly, it makes it impossible for passers-by to approach the beautiful display of pottery tat in my window display. And secondly, it obstructs access to my pottery for other users. This is forecourt is strictly for loading and unloading. 
or for parking my Nissan. Not for an hour's stay while you creep around the village eyeing up the women in your cheap business suit from fucking Primark. I don't know you, but an educated guess would be that you are pig-ignorant, small-cocked, selfish, pretentious, peddler of Todd. Yours, Neil fucking Hunt. Yay! Neil then nipped into the convenience store to purchase his pie and rice pudding. But on inspecting the chilled cabinet, all the pies were out of stock. No pies? No fucking pies? Don't they know it's Thursday, pie day? What the fuck is going on? Neil approached the man behind the till. I say you! Yes, you! What happened to all the fucking pies? Were you ram-raided by, by a fucking Weight Watchers escapee or something? Uh, no, the bloke who just left bought every pie. Uh, chicken, steak and potato, mincing onion, steak and kidney. Yes, all right, I get it. All the fucking pies. <laughs> Neil rushed out of the shop to catch up with the pie hoarder. And there he was, stood next to the Mercedes, reading the note Neil had written. It was Sean Dyche, manager of the Burnley Footballing Club. Yep. 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 <laughs> ah, I see you got the note. Maybe you will think twice now before you park so carelessly. Yes, Sean Dyche. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a very powerful note. Yes, it is. It is, isn't it? Now, I noticed you bought all the pies from the shop. I was wondering if in the circumstances of your ape behaviour, I could have one of those pies. You see, I have one every Thursday lunch, and if I don't, it will make me tend towards the anxious. Yes, of course. Why don't we go inside your shop and, you know, enjoy a pie together? Yes, yes, we... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yes, we should do that. Very reasonable of you. I'm Neil Hunt, by the way. Local nonsense potter. Pleased to meet you. Come on, let's get inside and tuck in. The two entered the shop, and as the door closed behind them, it was immediately locked by Sean. Nice. <laughs> Sit down, little Potterman. Let's make ourselves at home. Right, we can both sit here at my design table. Nice to have some company, actually. There are so many clonkers out there, I rarely leave the shop. Sean picked up a roll of packaging tape. I don't blame you. Now, put your hands behind your fucking back and we'll have a nice little chat. What? No, fucking won't! No, I fucking won't! I should have known you were a man of Todd. Get out of the pottery! With that, Sean slapped Neil full on the temple. Do what Mr Dyche tells you, Potter. That's the Burnley way. No? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? I mean, do you know who I am? Who are you? I'm Neil fucking Hunt, Nonsense Potter, and I should fucking warn you that my brother owns a sword shop and my sister-in-law has an 11-year-old boy at karate school. Sean tied Neil's hands behind his back with the tape. So you want a pie, do you, little Potter? Well, here is how it's going to go. Open your mouth and prepare for pie. It's the food of the gods. And the fuel of my tribe. Now I've got to. I've lost my music, you know, Andy. Have you? Yeah, it was a free thing, and they've made, and it's disappeared. Oh. So it's a new. He's. Uh, That's a shame. Yeah. See if I can. So. I wonder which one this is. Sorry, Andy. No, that's all right. I think it might be. I'll edit some of this bit out. 
Sean then began to force a whole steak and kidney pie into Neil's mouth. You're fucking choking me! Fucking hell! Sean then began forcing a mince and, mince and potato pie into Neil's face. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Have you taken leave of what very little sense you were born with? This is England, not the fucking Democratic Republic of shit shovelers! Stop mithering, Potter. Now get this short crust chicken and leek down your neck. I've got all the flavours. <laughs> Dipstick in the shop told me. And as Sean continued to feed the muck into Neil's mouth, he began to design the music for a new inspirational wav. Yeah. <laughs> get that down your neck. <laughs> get that down your neck. <laughs> fucking stop it. Get the pie down your neck. Get the pie down your neck. It's a good tune, that. I like it. Now, do I have your permission to park my car on your forecourt whenever I want, Potter? Yes, yes, just, yes, just fucking leave. Please, just leave me alone. And with that, Sean Dyche left the shop and drove away, leaving Neil slumped on his nonsense chair, covered in fats and filling. Why? Why did it have to be little old me? I once ran a 5K for women's health and I'm a qualified first aider. Neil was discovered in a pool of his own vomit by a customer four hours later. Since that day, he's erected a line of concrete bollards in front of his shop to stop cars parking. This, This has reduced his already paltry trade... By 50%. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. Let's end with this. <laughs> there you go. That was Crime Files, Andrew. Very nice. Oh, well, it's uh, summing, isn't it? It's summing. Yeah, killed a bit of time. Oh, is that Roy Hudson outside? Oh, it's Roy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. go on, get him in. Get him in. Oh, he's talking to himself. <laughs> come on, Roy. Come on, come on in, mate. In you come. In you come. Thank you. Uh, is this the chair? Yeah, that's it. Sit yourself down, Roy. Uh, oh, David, you both look bloody awful today. I hope it's not contagious. Yeah, all right, all right. Let's keep it civil for once, yeah? Uh, is it contagious? No, 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 it's not. Oh, good, right. Right, you start the season with Palace, bit it and miss, Roy. You think I don't know that, you waste man? Sorry, but like it's a valid question. What are you going to do to try and improve things? Well, don't worry, because it's all in hand. I'll be taking some tips from the Prime Minister Boris Johnson himself. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to prologue the rest of the Premier League. So, pro, 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 Sorry, you're pro, pro, pro. I'll say it slower so you can understand me. Okay. Prologue. Oh. It's why he's uh, shutting it down. What have we done in Parliament? Yeah, so Did you see it? Yeah, I know. I think I know what you mean. So how will that work then? Well, it's dead easy, isn't it? I'll just shut down the rest of the Premier League. Palace carry on playing their matches as per usual. We should be ten points clear by Christmas. It's what the people want. What? What people? It's the will of the people. The people. <laughs> me and my chairman, Steve, Mister Smooth Parish. Well, right, you know what? It's not a bad strategy, that, right? Well, thanks, thank you very much. I'm well known as a strategist. That's why I'm the world champion of Wormer. Sorry, you're warmer. Wormer. 
Bo Warhammer. Hang on, world champion. Yeah, world champion now. I play like Warhammer as well. Oh, oh, right. You play like Warhammer. Let's break it down, shall we? I play like Warhammer. You play Pretty much, that's close enough. Yeah. Right, I, I can't stand any more of this. I'm going, I'm off. You're off, are you, right? I'm off down the Premier League, the pro market. Pro I put the forms in. Yeah, boy, I'm out. See you later. I'm out. See you, Roy. So he's getting, um, he's using the cut. What? Are I, yeah, well, let's see how he gets on with that, Andy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll keep an eye on the Premier League table and match of the day because it'll all be on there. I don't think people will be happen. We're very happy with Roy if there's no football. I don't but think anyone won't stand up to him, can they? So I mean, world champion of Warhammer. Warhammer. The um, because I mean, to be honest, there'd only be Palace matches on. And yeah. Palace is one of the matches I tend to watch the championship <laughs> instead, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got to be honest. Well, it's either a, it's either a narrow victory or they get battered. So it's, <laughs> it's usually one out of two is interesting. I like hearing a Sunderland lad say battered. Battered. I've got a little song I want to sing. I haven't got any music with this song. I just made it up on the tube on the way this morning. All so right, I'll tube just, music. Tube music. I'll just knock it out, see what you think. I left my back door open. I wanted some breeze. But what happened next? I could not believe. Fox in my kitchen. <laughs> sniffing all my empty beer cans. Fox on my washing machine. <laughs> pressing some buttons he didn't fully understand. I need to remove him I used words and some spray but I just could not shift him he's been in there for 11 days Fox, Fox. in my kitchen lying by my bin in his little nest Fox, Fox. in my kitchen we've learned to get along it's for the best Fox in my kitchen Fox Fox in my kitchen Fox in my kitchen. In my kitchen. There you go. I like better with music. I wonder how that fox. Are you going to live with the fox then, Andrew? Got no. Got no way shifting it. No way shifting He's not it. going, and I'm not. I'm not moving out. I think I would be scared if I were confronted by a fox. Well, I was. It's a, it's mutual antipathy. Yeah. He's scared of me. I'm scared of him. Sunland fox. Sunland fox in my kitchen. Did he have a tod? Get a tie on. <laughs> He had a tie on, like, what was that fox called? Mr. Jinx. Mr. Jinx. Cartoons. But he wasn't a fox, though, him. Did, did they sell tie. many ties in Sunderland? I shouldn't think there's a big call for ties, is there, in Sunderland? The Heart Foundation's got a box. They've <laughs> <laughs> been shipped in from, uh, from the south. So if a Sunderland, if a Sunderland person's invited to a posh too, there's a big rush at the at the Heart Foundation. Yeah, it's first come, first serve, yeah. So, and oh, the... they pass it around at the do. All right, have you, got, have you got more? Then pass it out a window <laughs> yeah. for the next person. Next person comes in. in, yeah. So um, I just wanted to show you something, Andy. Mm-hmm. And there it is. Um, you might like to <gasps> read that out. It's Whoa, a... hey, right, I'm looking at a gold card and yep. it says on it, Bob's Carvery. Yeah, and on the reverse, Andrew. Oh, my. F- it's the Toby Carvery gold card. Yeah, so how does Whoa. that make you feel? Second. <laughs> Second. So do you get everything free in the Toby? Yeah. You're not allowed off Toby Carvery with your heart. Oh my well, man. A little bit of what you fancy does you good, you know? Oh, that's a waste that is. It is a waste, yeah. I mean you'd hit that for a ton it's not every even night. Transferable, you? it's got Bob written on it. I could have had that off you. You um I'm very pleased with it, Andrew, and I utilised the buy two meats to get the most meat possible. Yeah. Guess what two meats I chose? 
you chose beef and not gammon because that's a bit salty. Beef and turkey. I went turkey, pork. <laughs> what do oh. you think? Good choice. Not yeah. a bad choice, is it? I'll go turkey, um, pork, beef. <clears throat> my son, the beef was dead fatty last time. My, my son had a beef and gammon. I thought that were a weird combo. <clears throat> I'm not keen on the gammon. It feels like a waste. Yeah. No, so proper meat, is it? I, I kind of. <laughs> I've only introduced it because um, I kind of want you to express when you just, get it out. I, just, I want you to what? express how jealous you are. I'm is it furious. I'm you? livid. I bet you're livid. How are you not embarrassed when you get it out and go? This one's this one's for free. Well, what's, d- what's the procedure? Have you got to like show I, it when you go in? I know, t- but you put your. T- I just went to the um, till and handed it over, and they just put a. And they just gone. I'm really sorry, but this one's on you. I went to um, the River Wye at the weekend, Penalt. It's mm-hmm. a lovely footbridge mm-hmm. over the River Wye there. I had to park the car a bit of a way from the bridge. Um, got to the bridge. I was I chose this spot, Andrew, because there was a pub there, right? Yeah. Um, but it wasn't wasn't open, so it had lovely tables overlooking the river. So I took I took a seat, you know, to take in the view, wait for the pub to open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bloke and his son came hiking past, and he looked at me Jerry like Jerry Corbin. So, no, <laughs> it's the alderman. <laughs> the, a bloke and his son came past, and he looked at me like he knew me, which often happens to me because I've been on telly. You yeah. Know? So they walk on a bit, unsure what they've seen, you know. Yeah. Um, and wondering they, if they were living inside a television all of a sudden. Yeah, weird. For, sort of. Yeah. They, they were obviously like climbers because the son had a load of rope attached to his backpack, <laughs> and they had like shot jaws. No, which right. I often associate the, the with jaw of the climber. Yeah. yeah. Do you associate a strong jaw with a climber? Well, you got to because you're going upwards, aren't you? You need a strong face. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll just fall backwards. Yeah, a lot of them use their hands as well, Andy. But yeah, about five minute passes and the pub door opens. Fellow walks out, comes over to me and tells me the benches are just for the customers. Oh. And I said, hey, I'm just waiting till you open. And he says, well, to be honest with you, mate, it won't be open for about an hour. Mm-hmm. So he suggested, why don't I come over? with him over the footbridge where there's a nice cafe he's going to. He was lending them, you know those brollies that go in the middle of a table, outdoor brollies? Yeah. He was lending them one of them because they um, were having a party. He had some party clobber with him. Nice. He was it's lonely. a brilliant story. <laughs> <laughs> well, so about halfway across the bridge, he stops me, right? Yeah. Just up on my shoulder and, like, kicks me legs from under my feet. Uh-oh. So I fall onto the footbridge. <laughs> And then he says, take your strides off and you're fucking Tony the Targa knickers. Then put your bottom at the top of the pub chimney. So oh, he's South African, Andy. Yeah. I got well, it. he's pointing the umbrella pole at me. He's got a sharp oh, then. So no. what am I meant to do, Andy? Stick it up there, mate. Well, you know, I, I do as he Busy says. Tool. He says, right, feed the chef of the mega brolly into your anus. <laughs> Slowly at first, then really sharp like you're stoking a fire. So I begin to feed it in, you know. He says, oh, I forgot, put this miniature top hat on and this incredible Hulk arm and start singing Barsicle by Freddie Mercury's band. <laughs> so I do as I'm told, like, so I start just feeding it in. Yeah. Bicycle, bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle. And suddenly I hear, a, like, a scream followed by a big splash. Look up, and there's the father and the son, oh, one of the climbers. yeah. I said, oh, thanks, lads. Did did you see what he was making me do mm. there? And the fella says, aye, gank bangers, you got to fucking love them. 
<laughs> and we all laughed and laughed, Andy, oh. as if every piece of weed on the riverbank was singing a comedy song by a political satirist. So that's oh, what a lovely ending. And we didn't rescue him; they had ropes and everything, but no long-lasting damage. No, the story—the story had got so dull, I actually abandoned his rescue. So we'll just leave him. We'll leave him in the river. Why? All right, well, that's it for this episode. It's been lovely. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. See ya. Bye-bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.